I do. I really enjoy that. You know, I really do. Um, I'll tell you what, guys. One thing that I have absolutely loved after how many episodes now? 60, this is December 68 or 69. I have, I was just talking with Rach about that. I have like, I have had so much fun on this ride with you guys. We've had such a good time. Uh, You know, everybody brings and it just polishes it. Everybody just kind of works together. I mean, guys, I can't even speak highly enough for you guys. I've had a really, really good ride. Maybe, you know what, I think I'm really on a good mood because in 10 days I fly out. Dude, I'm so excited for you. I have so much Disney. You ever get get Disney envy? All the time. Hello, look at our (laughs) Facebook group. (laughs) I have Disney envy. I talked to Scott Zobel today on the phone. He's leaving in like 30 Uh days. You're leaving in like 10 days, and I'm like... Oh, I just want to be there, but I'm gonna. I can't wait to experience it through your guys' pictures and stories, and you know, getting those awesome texts from you while you're down there. I do. I do. I really enjoy. And I, I tell you what, I love is I love. We've gotten to a point with our Disney family where um, you'll get those random texts mm-hmm. um, of pictures in the parks. Like, hey, I saw this. I thought you would appreciate that. You know, and I'm like, oh man, I wish I was sitting right there on that bench with a cup of coffee in that beautiful, warm Florida sun. There's nothing like it in the world, Mike. You're you're going to go to the world before your cruise or no? i'm going to hawaii before we go to the cruise so i will see okay. another end of disney we'll be in alani for a couple of days so uh okay. i have that to look forward to that's very very close on the agenda right that's going to be in april so uh that's coming Dude. up soon and then the disney dad's cruise i'm so excited yes. to get your take on alani me too you know me too. i as I'm looking at it more, I'm wishing that I was staying there a little bit more because we're okay. doing the crew, we're doing the um, Hawaiian cruise right after that. But I think you know, a couple of days there, we'll get a good taste of it. It'll certainly uh, pique my interest to come back. Um, at least I can go to Hawaii and say I saw you know Alani, and we spent a couple of nights mm-hmm. there. So um, I'll I'll kind of check that off the bucket list because that's not going to be a hard you know it's not an easy place to get to obviously. So. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm excited. I, I can't wait. You know, I, after all of Justin's reviews and watching his pictures, and uh, I, I'm really excited for that. Do you guys, after watching Moana and the Polynesian culture, okay, mm-hmm. um, that really gave me such an admiration and love for that whole, like, how beautiful the islands are and, and, and the culture. I, and I know, do you guys know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that, exactly of course, saying. it's a yeah. factual thing. I um I really look forward to experiencing that, and and I want to know and honest honestly how how are the, how is the Hawaiian culture, uh to um like the tourists like yourself, I mean Justin I'm asking you how, how oh is you're it? asking me oh yeah hey, you know what's really funny about you know what's really funny about uh, uh recording sometimes is you're talking but you're looking to your right and on my screen Mike's to the right <laughs> so just in natural conversation I'm like okay oh, he's I'm gonna move to Mike. over to the left there but you he go can't, but he can't there. see. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Mike can't see my my whole premise okay. makes no sense on why I would not think you're talking to me. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was great. Everyone was really really nice. It okay. was it, it was just relaxing. I was talking to Mike a, a couple days ago. We talked on the phone for a bit, and uh, you know it's just one of those places that's just beautiful and fun and vibrant and just the culture and it's just great. It's it's a really really fun experience to go to, to, to arrive in Hawaii and then get to Alani. I'm 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 excited, and here's and here's the biggest thing why I'm mentioning it is memories. You're gonna make memories, which is gonna lead us into today's show, and this is gonna be a show that I not only am excited to talk with you guys about, but to bring in a lot of flavor and spice from people that we know that are inside our Disney Dads group, and and hear about their intimate stories too, because everybody that's listening to us 
has this particular story or else you wouldn't be here. I will put my paycheck on it, okay? Let's go ahead and get this show started in three, two, one. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a month. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. My name is Jason. Those two awesome guys across from me are Mike and Justin. And today we've got a really fun show. And like I said before, every single person that's listening to this has one of these and that is a special moment at Disney almost a defining moment on what teetered you to fall in love with this place I know I've told some of my stories in previous episodes I know you guys have told some of yours and we're going to try to hit as many people because listen you guys were awesome we we gave the call to arms and we got a bunch of incredible responses and we're going to try to hit as much of those as possible guys what do you think I love it yeah, this is tell you what, you throw something like this out there, the Disney Dads family doesn't disappoint. They throw out just some great memories that they've had. So I'm I'm excited to get into this uh this show. Mike, yeah, I'm you? excited. I, I can't wait. Yeah, you know. I'm looking forward to it. I have some amazing memories. I'm gonna share a few of them. And I know uh, I've mentioned a couple of them before, kind of in passing, but I'll get a little bit more into detail tonight on what those uh memories were. But yeah, this you know, this is why we're in for this. This is our love of Disney. All right, before we get into deep into what other people had for, for memories, Mike, I want you to go ahead and just lead us off, and I want you to uh, to warm me up. I want you to tell me some of that, because you know what? I know your family personally. I love your family. And share some of those moments with me where, you know, where I can sit and, uh, and, and feel those with you. Yeah, I got to tell you, one of our most fondest family memories, and of course it was at Disney, uh, you know, we've taken a lot of trips there. Uh, you know, we can talk about the story, and Sammy gets choked up a little bit about it. You know, she, sometimes, depending upon what kind of mood she is, you, you know, you'll see a tear come out of her eye. And same thing with Laura. And um, it was one of the most amazing things that happened on one of our trips. And it certainly shows the quality of the cast members that are part of the Disney organization because, you know, they're the ones that help make this magic. And, you know, without that, it would just be a theme park, you know. And um, they're ones that are absolutely fantastic. So a uh, little quick backstory. Uh, we've been going since Sarah was obviously very little. She was four years old, who's going to be 16 very, in a few short weeks. And Sammy was just a baby when we first started going. And as the years progressed, uh, Sarah, who was kind of a daredevil, wanted to try different rides. She wanted to try Rock and Roller Coaster, Space Mountain, you know, some of the big stuff. But she was a little leery because this was all new to her. You know, this, these were the only parks we ever went to. And she was kind of a little nervous. So as a little bit of a, I think we've talked about it in the group before, as a little bit of an incentive, I said to Sarah, listen, at the end of the ride, you can get, a, you know, a pin, you can get some kind of souvenir as like your badge of honor for going on this ride. You know, this is something that you did, you accomplished it, you got over your fear and you did it. And so perfect. So 
when we first started doing our Disney vacations, we would let wear lanyards all the time because if you remember before the Magic Band days, you would always have the Key to the World cards. So we would always keep our uh, Key to the World cards in our lanyards and you can do your charging privileges. And similar to a Magic Band, but you just kind of wore it on your lanyard. Well, anyway, now the girls didn't walk around with their Keys to the World card. I would be the keeper of those. So Sarah had at the bottom of her lanyard, they had these little name tag plates that you could get at the end of the rides in the gift shop. So when you got off Space Mountain, it would say it would have like Mickey Mouse and a space suit and on the back of it, it would say, you know, Sarah. And then when she went on Everest, it had the Yeti on it and the back of the card, it said Sarah on it. And they were these little kind of little badges things. I'll put pictures of them in the group once the episode drops. And she would collect them from ride to ride to ride to ride to ride. And she loved it. And that was her, you know, that was her her, her medal, her, you know, her shining moment. Those were the things that she earned. Those were her badges that she got. Well, anyway, as Sammy started to get older and she was, you know, starting to get to hit those older rides, the first roller coaster she was ever able to go on in any theme park, any place was Space Mountain. And she was so excited. She finally made the height requirement. I know you guys have seen some of your kids make that milestone they can finally go on a ride that they've been dying to go on for a long time she can finally be like her big sister she's so excited so we ride space mountain and the one and only thing she wants is one of those little badges one of those little lanyards uh to go on the bottom of her lanyard so sammy gets it she's so proud of it she's showing everybody you know she's you know five-year-old kid she's showing this is great i got you know i earned my little card anyway we're headed out to our last day in the parks she takes her lanyard off at the boat dock at Epcot at uh, Beach Club, and we took the boat over to Epcot. We get over to the Epcot, and she can't find her lanyard. And obviously, we left it at the the boat dock. And now she's having a panic because she doesn't have a lanyard. She doesn't have her card. She's completely upset. She's she's distraught, right? So we said, listen, we'll find another one. Now the entire day, every ride that I'm on, I'm on Ellen's ride, and I'm Googling how I can get a new lanyard. I'm Googling how I can get a new one of these cards. And I can't find these cards anywhere. The only place I would ever find them was at the actual end of the ride. So we go back to Epcot. That We go back to uh, Beach Club that night, and we spoke to the person on the dock, and we said, listen, we left this here, and is there any possibility there's a lost and found because we really want to get this? This is the, like one of the last days of the trip. We're not going back to Magic Kingdom at all. And I says, you know, we really want to get this taken care of. And I'm thinking in my head, who do I know that's going back down? I'll get her a lanyard because Sammy was really upset about this. So this, so uh, the girls go back to the room, and I'm talking to the, one of the cast members at the boathouse at the yacht club. And I says to the gentleman, I says, "Listen, I says, Sammy lost this lanyard. This is what it was. This was the most important thing that was on there. There's a couple of pins on there. It was no big deal. Uh, those are trading pins anyway. She really, 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 you know, the, the lanyard really meant something to her with that card on the end of it. So, is there any possibility if somebody turns it up? Here's my information. Here's the card. You know, here's the room number we're at." Just please let us know. Uh, I have no other way of getting over to Space Mountain, uh, getting over to Magic Kingdom tonight. We're leaving tomorrow morning or the day after, and it just wasn't in the cards to get over there. It was late already. So lo and behold, an hour and a half, two hours go by, knock on the door, and there's a cast member with a bag. They sent somebody over to Magic Kingdom to get a new lanyard and a card for Sammy, and Sammy was so happy that they were able to do that for her. She was she was crying tears of joy that someone would be that nice to her and think of her and be that sweet to her to actually go and get that and it's one of our most fondest family memories we've ever had and it choked us up all the time because of how excited she was that they were so nice to her and how they went out of her way for to make her feel happy again you know and uh I tell you that's one of the most 
happiest moments I've ever seen uh, as a family. It was great. I love that, and I and I and that is that is kind of a, an element to a lot of these stories. Is is the cast member absolutely made that story for you? You know, it was. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not going to go into my story. I just told it a couple episodes ago, but it was you know with my son in the Star Wars thing. That was a cast member that led me to be right here. You know, and 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 kind of turning the the tides, Mike, um, because that was such a special moment where. Uh, you know, let me ask you that. I guess before I get going here, is um, did that give you that that uh, that like almost soul deep respect for the Disney cast members? Almost where like they solidified that they were part of your family. Almost after doing that, absolutely. And I knew it wasn't a matter of just somebody walking down to the gift shop because there was there was someone actually had to go to Magic Kingdom to get one of these cards uh there was they, they were they don't have them anywhere else they were only they were specific to the gift shops at the end of the rides so there's not a chance in heck that they had that in the resort somewhere where they could have just sent it up to the room i mean they came there with a bag with the bag with the same tinkerbell lanyard and that that particular card and a whole bunch of pins and you know that you could use for trading and it was just it, it's pennies to them obviously but the effort was worth millions. Absolutely. 100%. Just before I get to yours, I want to sneak in here because um, there's also another side of this where it's that personal uh, that personal um, moment of reflection. And a lot of times, like with me, and, I'm, and the reason I'm saying this is because I want to, I want to speak to uh, about Laura Fees. And uh, let me read this to you here. She said, I'm not a super emotional person, but during the welcome ceremony, as the characters were arriving on the train and everyone was singing, dancing, and waving on her first trip, I stood there thinking how lucky I was to be there with the people I love and the fact that we could actually afford to be there, creating memories that would last a, last a lifetime. And I started to tear up. Now, I don't know about you gentlemen, but I know me personally, I have those moments of reflection when I'm within the bubble and I, and I realized how blessed I am to be around two incredible boys, an awesome wife, maybe friends that met us down there. Um, you know, going forward, Justin, have have you ever had those personal moments of reflection where you just stop? Maybe you're at Epcot with a drink and you're looking over and it just hits you like, wow, this place is incredible and special to me because it's all about my family right now. It hits me every trip. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm an emotional person, especially at Disney and with mm-hmm. Disney things. I mean, I've told the story multiple times of, you know, holding rye and watching Wishes or Happily Ever After and her singing the song and all the songs, you know. And it's just that one small moment that, it. Does, I mean, if you tell that to anyone who's not Disney, yep. who doesn't, you know, love Disney, they're going to think, okay, well, whatever, your kid's watching fireworks, singing songs. My kid does it on Fourth of July. But what they don't realize is in the back of my head as a dad, I'm realizing how many opportunities am I going to have to have this happen? Where she's going to say, Daddy, pick me up, you know, sing the songs, enjoy that moment. So I, I love uh, the all the stories we've we've got about those moments, those moments where it's been, hey, it's all about the family, and it's all about, you know, Mike, kind of another thing I take from your story is it's about kids' growth. You know, it, growth from, you know, being very, very small kids, and you start to see them grow, and you see them grow through Disney, whether it be through different attractions they do, interests they have things like that and you're talking about you know sarah moving up to first rides and then sammy's so excited to follow in her big sister's footsteps and do those attractions and i think those are the moments that people look back and they go wow that's what i remember and i look at like marianne delay uh delay tracy her post and she posts a picture of 
her daughter and she's pulling the sword from the stone. And she said that one moment where a little girl, you know, beat all the strong men and totally believed that she pulled the sword from the stone and just the cast members mm-hmm. having that moment. And that's something they'll remember forever. And I, I'm going to skip around for one of my stories and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it really short because I think I've told it before. Um, but it has to do exactly off of your story, Mike. And we, we have two, we, we have three of us in our family. We have Katie, Riley, myself, but you might as well add two more because we have Dreamy and we have Minnie. We have the Minnie Mouse Riley's had since she was born, and we have Dreamy, which is a palace pet, little little stuffed, stuffed pink cat that has literally gone everywhere in the world with us. Went to Europe, has been everywhere. We don't leave home without those two when we leave on vacation. They sleep with her every night. She has to have them. That's her, that's her security blanket. And we were at Epcot, and... Um, Dreamy went to Epcot with us, which was a big mistake. We shouldn't have done that. But still, uh, Dreamy got misplaced and, and was gone. And you talk about a three-year-old that was just the end of the world, just devastated. So I told her, I said, let's go to Lost and Found, you know, and let's let's figure this out. And we went to, to down to customer service. And the cast member, when I told him what we had lost and everything, he closed the window, walked out of the booth, walked around, took Riley by the hand, walked her straight over into a gift shop and said, you can pick out any stuffed animal you want. Dreamy will be at your house whenever you get back. We'll make sure she gets home safe. Pretty bold claim. And, of course, Mom and Dad helped that happen. Okay. Um, But still, you know, he went out of his way to do that. And just that image of this three-year-old trusting that cast member saying, okay, you know, I'm putting my faith in you that, you know, this is going to happen. So, man, this is going to be a tough episode. I'm already getting emotional. And I am. I'm reading some of these and I'm starting to like tear up, but I'm holding it back because they're so, uh, so intimate. Um, But uh, going back to your story, Justin, uh, isn't Toy Story 3? (laughs) You know, that I'm just, I'll I'll leave that there. Okay. I'll leave that there. You know, okay. Out there is some miserable animal, right? She's, um, she's, yeah, she's somewhere that dreamy is running a uh, a, a um, center of what what are they called uh, um, where the, the day, kids go the sunny, sunny a daycare sunny oh my gosh yes. how brainless <laughs> am I tonight yeah, that's okay a daycare that's okay but you know you talk about like the appreciation of a child and this yeah. this is a perfect um, segue to Roxanne Roscoe and she and, and let me read this one because it's just it's because it, this pretty much sums it up where you know uh, the little stuff that kids feel too because it's not just mom and dads that have an emotion you know your children are also kind of overwhelmed with a lot of stuff this is their dream place too and finally you're taking him there and so let me read this tune it's real quick um on our first trip we went to magic kingdom twice so the first night we skipped the fireworks and walked onto the rides instead as we were listening to music and watching the fireworks overhead and walking to walking to the seven doors mine train our five-year-old was singing the songs as loud as she could and just living in the moment which i absolutely love that by the way i turned around to look at my daughter and our eight-year-old riley just burst into tears ran over and hugged me as hard as she could and thanked me over and over for finally taking her to Disney. How cool is that? It's amazing. It is simply amazing. I just love stories like that. Yeah. There's, I'll tell you what. There's going to be a lot of big gulps on this uh, <laughs> this episode. And we're not talking about the drinks. I'm over here going, oh, just trying to fight it back already. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it, that, it, it, it is perfect. And that's, what, that's why Disney is Disney. There's theme parks all over the world. That's why Disney is Disney. Is, is that is that one moment you know to where they create a memory think about the tens of thousands of people on property at any one given moment and yet they'll single out one family and create that moment for that family 
talk about all the families that are, how many people in our, I mean, we know, and we've got some mention in, in this post uh, that we're looking on Facebook, in our group, how many people got engaged in front of the castle? I mean, you know, Megan Alvary was talking about her husband proposing in the castle, right, his wishes went off. He had no idea. Just another reason why the Wishes music is uh, so special to her. It's unbelievable. We even know, and you know, I don't even know if she mentioned it, but Rachel Spear was. To- I, we we've seen the mm-hmm. pictures. You know, it was one of those surprise engagements. There are so many engagement pictures, so many also fond memories that we see a lot of. They didn't even come up in the post, but baby pictures. A good friend, Johnny Renfro, you know, took some baby pictures in front of the castle, you know, with the little Dumbo. So, you know, there are so many memories and so much family stuff that gets done uh, in the Magic Kingdom and all over Disney. And it's just more than a theme park. And I think a lot of us have hit on that with this, uh, with what their stories are. I think one of my, my personal stories that I had, besides the other one uh, that I told you guys a couple episodes ago, was um, we... We went to Epcot, and this was our first trip. And this was my one-and-done trip. I was done with Disney after this, okay? And it was it was a perfect – it was an incredible trip, guys. I can't even stress how incredible this trip was. And I'm walking out of Epcot, and there's something surreal about uh, Spaceship Earth. There's something surreal about, you know, the big golf ball, right, when you're walking because it's such an iconic – thing and it's just uh, it's almost like it's alive where I can almost sense this energy or just around it it's just incredible and I looked up at it and as we walked past it and I looked I turned around and I looked for the last time at it and I knew in my heart that I was never going to see this thing again okay and I was just going to just take this memory and I was just going to just this was going to be my special turn back goodbye and then my mental note and that was it right so the next day was Magic Kingdom our last day at the park and uh, we're leaving, <laughs> and my wife is just in tears because we just saw Mickey. We said goodbye to him. We had a great trip, and she turns around, and uh, she looks at the castle for the last time. Have you guys ever stood there and watched people turn around and do the castle look at for the last time? It's uh, it's it. That's one of my favorite things to do on a solo trip is... Uh, in the morning, I love to get coffee and sit on the corner there and watch people come around. And you can tell people that that they just look at that castle first time and their reactions on it, right? Well, this was uh, she did her she did her turn on the castle, and uh, and for whatever reason, I looked at her and said, "I'll bring you back here. I promise." Because I knew it was that important to her and the family. I was like, that was it. It was just, it was a game over where that was a total change of heart where this is no longer just a place we can visit. This is a family lifestyle that has been so incredible that we accepted it. And then I promise you, I'm going to bring you back down here. And the look on her face was just incredible because I, you know, I'm that person. If I say I'm going to do something, regardless, it's going to happen. I've never let the family down. If I say I'm going to do it, it gets done. She just, it was like this weight lifted off her shoulder where I'm not saying goodbye I'm saying goodbye for now you know and that was uh that was really a special moment for myself that, that that's one of the hardest things on every trip is the last day the the you, you know you sometimes you take it for granted because you go so often but you you look around and you're like could this be the last time that I'm ever taking the castle in because yeah. you know who knows you know <laughs> you know you make plans in life and sometimes you get thrown curveballs you know mm-hmm. things happen and uh, it's one of the hardest things knowing that yeah you know you have the means to come back or you have the opportunity you know you want to come back but it just might not happen you know things pop up in life you know that's what life is about so I think leaving that last day, looking at the castle for the last time, looking at the, you know, the Epcot 
Spaceship Earth for the last time, mm-hmm. not the golf ball. It's mm-hmm. uh, it gives you that that you know <laughs> that pit in your stomach, like you know uh, you know I promise I'll come back. It's just a matter yeah. of that I hope that I actually can. Yeah, absolutely. I um you know and you hit it and one of the big things that Disney does is whenever you get to see people on their first trip. You know, I remember taking Katie for her first time. I mm-hmm. love love my father-in-law to death. He is an avid golfer. And so growing up, they went to vacation to one place, and that was Myrtle Beach. They went to Myrtle Beach every year, and that was their family vacation. Um, you know, growing up a Disney kid, I when we got together, I couldn't quite comprehend that she had never been. And, and I said, you know what? Let's do a Disney trip. We went down. We stayed at um, All-Star Music. And just her face... And being able to see that for the first time mm-hmm. through through an adult's eyes, mm-hmm. you know, we see it through our kids, and it's—I mean—that's the most special thing that's ever happened to me at Disney is seeing Disney through my, through Raya's eyes, but also seeing it through an adult's eyes that's never seen it before. There's something really, really special about that, and the, just watching her get hooked, kind of like kind of like you did, Jay. You know, with with all those emotional moments, and it's not look—it's not how great the attractions are, it's not how good the food is. It, that's not what it is. It's the cast members mm-hmm. and it's the memories, right? And that's what draws you in. Cool. And I look at like Matthew Haggerty. He posted. Um, he said it's, it's short, so I'm going to read it fast. He said, Oddly enough, it's our first time arriving at the bus stop on our first trip to Walt Disney World. Just the wife and I. Sunset on our first night. Have barely gotten to the hotel. Sat down and saw the time boards and just had that. We're finally here on our way feeling. And we've all had that moment, whether it's your first trip or your hundredth trip of. At some point, it's going to hit you. I can breathe. I'm finally here. I'm in the bubble, and I'm about to have fun and create memories that are going to last forever. And that's what this episode's about. Right. And, you know, it's so funny you mention that because even tonight at dinner, it was – because I, I have an issue sleeping. I'm just not a good sleeper, man. I, it's just I, – I don't sleep. It's just a whatever. Anyways, and I'm sure a lot of out there can relate to me. But I said I cannot wait for that first night at Disney – because I am completely relaxed. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'm out. That's it. It's like that. I'm looking all year for this one night of sleep. How, how nuts is that? But it was like, I cannot wait for that because I'm so, I, I'm just so relaxed. I, I have my people around me. I'm at my place, you know, yeah. I mean, so I absolutely love that. I want to touch on your story, Justin, and um, because, you know, the thing is, is I know your wife. I know your wife well. She has such an incredible heart. I mean, she's one of those people that has a very true heart. She's very kind. I mean, she's rough on you. She's very <laughs> candid. Hold she, on. <laughs> like, you're going to know one way or the other. She's right. very, but, very but kind. But ultimately, but she's, yeah. but she's, but she is a good person, though. You know what I she's mean? She's so, so much fun. Yeah. So for you to experience that with her um, and give her that for the first time, that had to have been something else. You know, especially with her, like, you're just kind of open up this this part inside of her that's never been opened. You know, I, I, how, do you, how much more special than that can you be? Well, you know what's funny, too, is because we were just dating at the time. Mm-hmm. And... It's almost like if it, it was almost as nerve wracking as introducing like your girlfriend for the first time to your family. Like you hope that she likes them and they like her and, and all that work. It's the same way with Disney. I was watching her more than watching what was going on around me because I'm like, does she like it? Does she wait, wait, does she like it? Is she having fun? Does, you know, because it's so special to me that I wanted her to have it. Now she's look, she's she's hundred percent. Disney. I mean, she's, all she's the one that drives the drives the truck heading. I mean, you know, literally just she wants to go constantly. She'll come home from work some mornings and she gets home about 730 in the morning. And I'm at the time getting up and taking Riley to school. And we kind of just pass. You know what I mean? 
And she'll sometimes just walk in. She'll give me a kiss, say, you know, good morning. I'll say good night because she's going to bed. And she'll say, let's just go to Disney right now. Just randomly, you know? <laughs> and it's just that those, that, that's what Disney is. It, it's constantly on the brain because it's memorable. Mm-hmm. You have all those great memories. Yeah, but she has some pretty rough nights too. I mean, she's a nurse in, in the evening, correct? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. what, what exactly does she do? Uh, she isn't, well, she just got a new job. So she kind of floats around the hospital. Yep. And goes wherever they need her. Um, look, I say it all the time, man. She is 100% the brains of this of, of this couple. I'm the looks, but she's the brains. <laughs> and it all works out. Oh, man. I, you know what? I'm not even going down the road because I get in trouble either way <laughs> for saying that. But listen, I, I'm going to say it works for you guys. Mike, I want to tell you this because it was so funny. I, was, I, was, um, I saw some of Laura's posts, and, and it was uh, you guys are looking to maybe retire down in that area, correct? Yeah, and it's fun. Yeah, it's, I'm obviously my dream would be to work for Disney at the end. And oh, I was thinking yeah. about, okay. yeah, I mean, there's so many job opportunities there. But one of my happiest moments at my Disney vacation is not even in the Disney park. And now Justin can't relate to this, but I know you can, uh, Jason. Mm-hmm. Getting off the airplane and walking down that long corridor to get on the Magic Express, mm-hmm. that seeing that bus terminal, knowing that my vacation's about to start, oh. I'm just about to kick it off. Yeah. I that is the biggest smile I probably have on from the entire trip from the minute I start. You know, obviously the ride back is absolutely awful and it's gut wrenching, but that seeing that counter all lit up, seeing the cast members there with the big Mickey gloves, uh, you know, waving you in. Um, for the people that drive down, you don't get that experience. It's something that if you fly down, obviously, with the Magic Express, is something you've seen many times before. Uh, but that's the beginning of your vacation. That's, I made it, we're here, uh, it's, it's, it's done, it's a done deal, and, and that's great. I tell you, one time that I actually hated the Magic Express, uh, just a little side note, we were on a vacation, and we went to the airport, and the flights were delayed, there was snow up in New York, it was a disaster, we were in the airport for like a day and a half straight, so I called Disney, and I was able to get a room back at, uh, at the, I think it was Old Key West, or wherever we were staying, didn't matter, so we were getting, we had to take the Magic Express back to Disney to stay for the night because we weren't getting a flight out for another day and it was only like a like a five hour or six hour stopover but we've been in the airport for so many hours so it was the only time that i took a magic express ride back to disney where i was actually miserable because it had been a whole weekend of being stuck in the airport i was only going back to sleep for a couple of hours and i'm like and then they're all happy hey your vacation's gonna start no it's not i'm just going to get a bed for a few hours it's the only place i could find to sleep and it was just an easy thing to do but uh, but yeah, I, that that Magic Express. If I could retire down there, and I couldn't retire, and I couldn't work in Orlando, I would love to be able to work at that Orlando airport and be one of those greeters because you can't be any more happier waving that hand and saying hello to everybody as they start their vacation. You know what's so funny about your story is so I've had two experiences of Magical Express, and both of them were the same thing you just said. One was when we came back from the transatlantic cruise and we flew back from Europe and our flight was delayed eight and a half hours mm-hmm. and it was a 23 hour um, uh, travel day with with a, uh, a four year old, you know, and mm-hmm. then we get back and then you go, you know, through customs and then Magical Express and you're just like, I just want to be and we were literally just come back to sleep one night mm-hmm. and then drive home the next day. And then the same exact thing when we did um, out to uh, the Panama Canal, we flew back 
and we did the we got in at like 11 p.m. and you're just like I just want to be in bed. So everybody's like Magical Express, I love it. And I'm like I haven't yet had that memory, but I sure. want to someday. But I will at some point. We're going to. I love that, Mike. I'm glad you brought that up because that's that's one that I never even considered. Hey, how about this? And there's even a smell down there that I fall in love with. And I can't put my finger on what it is. Maybe it's all in my head, and I'm okay with that. And nobody's going to take that away from me. But um, there's maybe it's because it's warm, because I'm always used to the cold climates going down there. I'm not sure what that is, but I absolutely love that you mentioned that, because that is an incredible, incredible um, uh, memory every single time we get down there. Yeah, well, there are no good smells in New York. I can promise you that. <laughs> that is a true statement. <laughs> I, true. I've seen lots of movies, and it looks clean and pretty. Don't lie to me. That was years don't, ago. Don't lie to me. So uh, You'll see things in New York you'll never unsee. All right, let's not taint this show up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> New York, New York. One thing is, is also uh, a big one is um, meeting Mickey for the first time. Stephen Guti, he mentioned, you know, uh, you know, his, his kids meeting Mickey for the first time. You know, that is, um, you know, that's that's big. And I think, and I mean, that's the man. You know, that is the absolute man. And I love that when they meet Mickey, very few kids that I've seen have an issue with just running up to him and hugging him. Yeah. You know, it's just because he's just this warm person and they're finally getting to meet him. I love that. You know, I didn't tell any stories about Rye because, I, you know, I talk, we talk about our kids a lot on this show, so mm-hmm. I kind of left those out. But th- there's, there, those are endless. Those memories are endless. Those are stories that I'll cherish forever. You know, first time meeting characters, first time on attractions, you know, all that stuff is, is just things that are so precious to me that we keep with pictures. You know, pictures are what define our memories around our house. You know, if you go around, you get to see those memories, those pictures. And maybe you're walking through the living room, and you take a glance over, and you see one picture, and then all of a sudden, it all comes flooding back. And that's why I love our Facebook family so much, is because we get to have those those feelings through them and through their pictures. So, guys, you had some amazing stories on our Facebook group, and we don't want to leave anybody out. So let's touch on a few of some of these great stories. Uh, Christina McSheffrey, uh, oh my gosh, there really are so many, but his, but the year Lucy was three, we had a particularly magical vacation, and she goes into detail on when she got to finally meet Aurora, and um, Lucy showed Aurora how princesses should bow, and just interacted with her, and that was one of those moments where, you know, a mom's heart was just pounding with love, watching her, her child interact, and, and I love I love that, because here's the cool thing about that. Not only is your child having that amazing moment, but you are able to give her that moment and enjoy it. And that's almost a sense of accomplishment within, within yourself as well. So uh, what a great story, Christina. We love our little Lucy. She's, she's amazing. She's our little Disney artist on, on, on the show. So mm-hmm. and if you haven't picked, go over to Tee Public. We have our Tee Public site. Go to Tee Public. Go to DisneyDadsPodcast.com. Go to Tee Public. And Lucy has her own T-shirt. Check mm-hmm. it out. She's awesome. Um, Jonathan Monroe, look. You did something that's on my Disney bucket list. It sounds amazing. Dinner at Victorian Alberts with my wife for our 20th of our anniversary. We are 20, so it's not like we were swimming in money. But they made us, especially my wife, feel like royalty. It's been my favorite meal to date. So special, those times when you feel like the whole the whole night, the whole moment is all geared towards you and your family. Mm-hmm. So those special moments live forever. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Maureen Burke was able to watch her future son-in-law propose to our dear friend Rachel Spear. Uh, 
as a parent, no matter how old your kid gets, in order to see your kids have that special moment in Disney is something amazing. And I'm sure that's something that will she'll cherish for a long time. Michaela Altenhofen. We love our Michaela. Um, the first one that came to mind was when Dad came home to pick me up after my advanced internship in Tomorrowland. I was done working, and we had one last night in the Magic Kingdom. One of my fellow cast members arranged it so we could watch the nighttime parade in a VIP area, roped off section on a bridge. It was magical to say the least, and an awesome memory I'll always treasure. My dad was a workaholic, but Disney was the one and only place I ever saw him completely relax. There you go. The guy is speaking to my heart there. Can we all just relate to that? 100%. Yep. That deep deep breath and just a smile. Yep. Absolutely. I'm here. Uh, Jim Rotnowski, uh Jim's awesome. Always getting uh, great things from Jim. Uh, long, he says, long story. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to abbreviate. Uh, he, Jim had a dining plan or, or a dining reservation with his family, and it took a little longer to get him seated than normal. And uh, they, had, they had been wanting to meet Anna and Elsa forever. Of course, this was during the Anna and Elsa craze, he says, in May of 2015. But the line was three hours for anything. And he said, there's just no way that we were going to have that happen with a three and a five-year-old. Um, he said, and so we just weren't going to be able to do it. He said, but the Disney, uh, they pulled off what he didn't think could be done because of their weight. They handed them a golden ticket and he said, it's actually a paper gold, uh, gold colored. And they said, uh, you can use for any fast pass on any attraction at AK. And he said, but the only issue is we're heading to magic kingdom right after our meal. And they went out of their way to issue them a one for magic kingdom. And they were able to go and meet, uh, Anna and Elsa uh, faces with Arendelle's finest. He said he's a Disney turned lemons into lemonade for us that day. Great story, something that'll last forever. Uh, uh, that memory. Yeah, those are a big deal. I know that we had a cast member give us one of his. Um, they're they're out. They have their little chit books, and they can only write so many in a month. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is like a serialized. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, uh, and we got one of those, and it was uh, an all access uh, to any ride we wanted. Uh, what an incredible gift because that's it's not like they can just hand those out. I mean, there are there are there are things that need to happen in the background for you to get that ticket just to keep the flow of everybody moving. So good on you guys. I got one. I had to earn mine though. We got evacuated from the uh, people mover. It was a it was a major electrical storm or something happened. The ride went down and we had to walk like I can't even imagine, but I enjoyed it because I love to see how things work, and we were able to walk through the back tunnels and kind of walk through the uh, the uh, shutdown corridors of the People Mover. So I got one of those tickets, but I had to earn it. Did you see my golden ticket, guys? I did. Was I did. it Cracker Barrel? It was Cracker Barrel. I and love it's Disney, Cracker And it's Disney-related because we were on our Disney trip down there. And my wife was sitting with uh, the kids, and I was sitting here, maybe drinking a beverage at six in the morning on the way down there. Yeah, yeah. And to two ladies were sitting next to me, and we started chatting. And uh, our flight attendant was awesome. And you know, after a couple of drinks, then um, you know, you just, you just, everybody started talking all around you, and it becomes a party back there. And it was great. And anyway, she was a head, uh, one of the big honchos up here in Cracker Barrel. So she gave me a golden ticket to have any meal I want on the house. Why do you still have it? Go have your meal. 
Spicy <laughs> grilled catfish dinner, two sides of hash brown casserole, and a side of cooked carrots. Thank you very much. Slam the mic down. I'm ready to roll. That flight ride down, that down there. That I even got pictures with the flight attendant. He was so see, awesome, dude. And it was just my memory. This is my picture of that moment. Yeah, it's, you know? it's better than the food. It is better. Yeah, I love Cracker Barrel though. Don't get you know me wrong. Finally, finally building a Cracker Barrel out here on Long Island. We really? have none in New York. Well, none in New York. So you got to leave New York. To get one when you're on, usually when you go on on vacation on a road trip, you usually find one, and they're finally putting one out wow. here about ten minutes from my house, which is going to be nice. Dude, have you ever eaten one? Oh my oh, gosh. absolutely! It's one of those things that whenever you go somewhere, if you ever go to Connecticut or Massachusetts or somewhere in the New England area, whenever you see that sign for Cracker Barrel, you almost have to stop. You know, we do it's so good. It and is. We always yeah. do whenever we see mm-hmm. it. That's always a must stop place. And um, right here in Long Island, they're going to be building one soon. And I a country boy, country boy breakfast, sirloin steak, medium rare. Ooh, every time, good. I don't care if it's eight o'clock at night, I will get the same thing every time. I'm yeah. in love with it. it. Can I tell you my my claim to fame? And it's it's uh, Cracker Barrel related. Yeah, two things. One, I work there. Really? Oh. I didn't know for that four, for four hours. <laughs> okay. I worked there for four hours. All right, but I did get a paycheck, so I worked there. And two, um. I it'll go down if if anything's written about me ever it's going to be the man who can solve the peg game mm-hmm. every single time on the table at Cracker Barrel. I'm going to call your bluff on that. Oh, that, wait till Katie gets oh yeah every time. But you know what? It's terrible now because now it's not fun because I know how to do it. Really? But I'm gonna teach you to. Yeah. I would love it if you would teach Riley and then yeah. have Riley teach us. Yeah, the, I can't teach Riley to spell or do anything else without wanting to literally throw things across the room. So, <laughs> is it, wait, wait, isn't your claim to fame to like eat ramen noodles or something like that? Yeah, if you, yeah. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think Justin is a man of many, many fans. So, so in college, uh, my good friend was writing. Uh, she went to Transylvania University. I went to Kentucky, and she was writing a a article for the newspaper like the transy newspaper there and she wrote all about college kids and ramen noodles and so she of course she called me to get a quote and i said i've i love ramen so much that i've eaten bricks of ramen without cooking them just sprinkling the packets of seasoning on there and then the article got picked up by the associated press and so it got just pushed out to like all these places all over the place so yeah Justin, the ramen brick eater, is, uh, is you know. For those you of you that have been listening up to, egg, to episode 69, yeah, that's that, that's what we have to deal with on a regular basis. <laughs> guy who eats bricks of ramen. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. Ramen noodles is good. Mm-hmm. College, it doesn't count. It builds character, guys. It builds character. Right, exactly. All right. Well, back to our Disney family stories. And I, I want to touch on Nori Lemming. And I have a particular association with this as well you know your uh, kids are 15 and 10 you know my girls are four years apart as well sarah's uh, 16 gonna be in a few weeks and sammy's gonna be 12 in a few weeks uh, almost amount the same amount of time apart and uh she has a picture of them holding hands together in the park and believe me i know because i go through the same thing my kids are always at each other's throat and it's nice to see them finally getting along and having that magical moment and yes when the two kids are getting along that is a magical moment and he'll always be her big brother, and she'll always be his little sister. Yep. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, Matthew Flinchy uh, was having such a great time at the water parks. They had fast passes for Flight of Passage, and they went ahead and just 
just let them slide through. They were having such a great time. And he says, no regrets. One of the best Disney days ever. And I get that, man. I can't tell you how many times we would have a Magic Kingdom day and we would see the crowds going in and go, nope, heading to Epcot. You know, just to yeah. just to roll with the punches, just to just to kind of follow the heart and just enjoy the moment. And I get that, Matthew. So thank you for sharing that. Love it, uh, Lara Fee. Uh, she's like, ooh, another awesome memory. The year we walked right on its small world, we were the first on the ride. Nobody was behind us. We had the ride to ourselves. I know a lot of people can't stand the ride or the song. I love them both. When I hear the song, it takes me back to the ride we took by ourselves. There's something really cool about having any Disney attraction to your to yourself. I've had Pirates a couple times. I actually had haunted, the Haunted Mansion stretching room uh, all to myself with Katie wow. one time. Oh, that's wonderful. And that, that was a cool experience. So love that. I absolutely love that. And look, uh, you hit it, Laura. The songs that we hear around the parks... Those are memories in themselves. You hear those songs in, in, when you're at home, and those memories come flooding back. Absolutely triggers. That's where I think Disney did it right. I almost think they kind of subconsciously knew that. You know what I mean? Where they were just going to, we're going to get into your heart and soul, guys. We're gonna we're gonna snag you up with that barbed wire. They're so smart. They are. They're so Man, good. they're they're smart. They're slick willies, and I love every minute of it. <laughs> um, Charmaine, our good friend Charmaine. Listen, she touched on something that we really didn't touch upon. And that is uh, the camaraderie of friends and the memories yeah, of friends huge. and getting together. And uh, so many memories. Anytime I see anything Expedition Everest related, I think of Rachel. And that would be Rachel Spear, uh, the birthday celebration. Um, how incredible is that, guys? Thank you, Charmaine, for sharing that. I'll never forget you You know, you know, guys and the memories we've had. And, of course, we're about to make a ton of yeah, memories yeah, here absolutely. with this, this trip in July. And, uh, Jason, you and I, you know, having a great time going around Epcot and – you know, you got to, you know, we got to spend time together, and the next day we got to spend more time together. I was a little more green that day, uh, not feeling quite as good. <laughs> not but the bloody we had a Mary couldn't cure my man. Yeah, we hey with chicken nuggets. Yeah, How good were awesome. those? It was man. good. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yep, it was absolutely good. And I, you know what? And I'm I'm going to tell you right now, Mike. Um, I'll be honest with you. You know that little area where we first met up. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to remember that area as where I met Mike and his family for the first time in the parks. Goofy. Nothing's ever going to take that away. That's that, that right there by the barnstormer, right? Yep. yep. And um, you know, and we and we like like typical men, we left the wives there, and we took the kids and ran off and did rides. You know, absolutely. But it was uh, that's always going to be my little area. You know, where I got to meet you and the wife and the two girls uh, for the first time, and I thought that that is that's a special moment for me because nobody can ever take that away from me. You know. Not to be corny, but I tell you, that night at the Poly, looking over the look, going out yeah. at, at one o'clock in the morning, nobody's around. The, yep. the torches are going off after a nice night of conversation, just ch- kind of looking over the Bay Lake area. That was also another amazing moment. That right there, dude. I'm tell you, well, you know, I mean, I, I went. I mean, we go back to episode one or two, you know. Um, that right there, when we were sitting there at the Polynesian, that solidified me knowing that you are going to come on board with me and be one of my hosts on the Disney Dads podcast. That moment right there. Not not in the parks, us having that intimate conversation. Do you, do you remember how war, how beautiful it was that night? It was just oh, perfect. Perfect. And Absolutely. the weather was perfect. Uh it was such a such a great moment. Um Justin, I already knew I was going to call you because you were my man. <laughs> But I, w- that, I, w- I was getting ready to go into the lady and the tramp. That's some more. Uh, you guys <laughs> so, are talking. But no, but Mike, we had such a special night that night, and I really love that. You know, and that was one of those nights where nobody's going to ever take that away from us. You know, that was that first time that you and I could actually get there and 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 bro bond. You know, and it was oh, yeah. it was absolutely great. I loved it. So thank you for uh, mentioning that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of 
bonding time and spending time with friends, why don't we take a quick word from our sponsor? Just because summer's coming to an end doesn't mean it's not time to travel. Make sure to get a hold of us at Away With Me Travel. Jamie and I are here to take care of all of your travel needs. Contact us at DisneyDads at AwayWithMeTravel.com to get all the information about the inaugural Disney Dads Podcast Cruise, sailing July the 17th, 2019, with a double dip at Castaway Key. We can't wait to see you on board. And remember, keep on traveling. So one thing that I haven't done and I'm looking forward to doing, and that's going to be a marathon. And Arthur Mills was talking about running his uh, half marathon with, in Walt Disney World in 2015. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of magical moments that happened during that race that comes to mind when running through uh, Cinderella Castle. Elsa, Anna, and Kristoff were in the balcony cheering the runners on. Uh, he yelled up to him and said, I love you, Elsa. And she yelled back, I love you, too. Uh, <laughs> all, got a big laugh from everyone. Uh, and, of course, an eye roll from the wife. So, uh... <laughs> The wife was next to him. All right. I do love my princesses. Hey, she has she has magic powers, man. You gotta you know what I mean. You gotta you gotta, you gotta love some Elsa. Sure, sure. Well, I don't I don't think when he said I love you, it was kind of like that. I I, I love you. I love you, man. I love you, man. You know, but I love you, ma'am. I love you, ma'am. You know. I um, love you, ma'am. So I, like I, I think that's what he meant. Okay, I understand completely. I got your back on this, buddy. Uh, Scott Zobel, you know, he hits on something we talked about earlier, and that's first trips, you know, and he says, the more I researched, the more I felt like work rather than a vacation for the first part of our split stay was at uh, um, All-Star Movies. Great resorts. I love the value resorts. Um, I said that. That wasn't Scott, but I want to throw that in there. We arrive later in the evening, and as I entered the colorful lobby with its over-the-top decorations to get us checked in, I started to get it. And that's what it's all about right there is that moment you get it. And we talked about that. Um, and, of course, that's a memory he's going to have forever. He had another one, though, and I want to hit it real quick. He said, our kids were three and two during our first trip. The year between trips, my son spent studying the maps of the parks. Um, and sadly, his daughter didn't seem to recall many of the details. Uh, during the second trip, much to the surprise, she nearly leapt out of her stroller and began shouting, I found it, I found it, when we approached Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. And I'm going to take a quick side note on Scott Zobel and his family because they do something amazing that I love. And that is when planning these trips, they build the fun with the entire family. You know, looking at park maps, doing those little things, playing games. You know, it's those little things that build the anticipation and build the fun. So then when you finally arrive, it is that magical moment. So it's not so much Disney created in that moment. It's Scott and his family created their own magical moment by making that you know, special for them. Well, I'll tell you another thing that he does, and I'm going to give him some props on there, is um, him and his, his kids and his, or his family, they have the unplug week, mm-hmm. where they unplug from all electronics, yeah. and then have a lot of game nights. And in fact, Rach and I were talking about that tonight. I said, you know, once a quarter, I want to have one of those unplug weeks for one week, just completely, un- and that includes the adults. Yeah, yeah, you know, if it's not a business call, I can wait till tomorrow morning. I mean, it, everything is unplugged. So um, good on him. He's uh, he definitely has a is an incredible family unit. Um, I'm really looking forward to meeting him. I got to talk to him for for almost 20 minutes today on the phone. Mm-hmm. He's a funny dude. Yeah, man. yeah, he's a good. He guy. is just he is just funny. I can't wait to to hang out with him here coming up in July. Yep, he's a good guy. And David Brassard, you know, two four and twenty thousand. 
<laughs> it was the summer of 2014. On the evening of our first full day at Walt Disney World, we dined at the California Grill. The evening was full of Disney magic, food, service, and view. We timed it just right to see wishes from their window seat. And the thing is, is and the reason why I'm 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 glad I had his was, you know, he was very short on what he wrote. But if you read between the lines, it's all that emotion and fun stuff and the smiles that happened in between all that stuff. You know, where he, it, it, I know, it's almost like um, sometimes it's so hard to put down in words. How, how do you put some of these? I mean, it's like when I say it was it was magical. You guys know what I mean. You know, so I, we completely understand that, David. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, listen, David has an incredible blog. Go ch- go check him out. It's uh, thematuremouse.com. Um, mature, 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 mature. Oh, wait, sure how do you say mature? it up there? I had that one English teacher that was like, no, you're it's so mature. immature. Is it mature or mature? Did you tell her she, she's so special? <laughs> no, I just, I, it, it is what it is. Where, where do you think I learned my Jason East from? That's probably my teacher's fault. How about that? Anyways, David, I, I David, uh, it, uh, uh, great website. Go check him out, the mature, mature mouse.com. Um, he'll definitely give you some entertainment. I follow. Yep, absolutely. Talking about special memories, I happen to be on one of these special memories from our good, near and dear friend, Chris Mastarakis. And uh, one of his special memories from one of his trips, I just happened to stumble on. It was perfect timing. We were at Animal Kingdom at the same time, and he got one of the absolute most amazing rooms that I've ever seen in Disney, and that was like the presidential suite at Animal Kingdom. Now, I know Chris is a huge Bay Lake fan, but I got to tell you, this is definitely the best room I'm sure he's ever been in. Uh, I got to get a tour of the room. He called me up. He goes, Mike, he goes, you know, you got to come see this. I walked over there. I think Steve Harvey just checked out of the room. I mean, that's the kind of room that this was. This thing was amazing. It had TVs in the showers, and it had, like, pool tables and dining room. And it was better than my own house. You know, I mean, the, the place was absolutely amazing. And uh, I know that was one of Chris's awesome family memories. Uh, I was there to experience it, which is kind of cool. You know, it was complete coincidence. Uh, you know, Chris has been a longtime friend of mine. Uh, I know him from high school. Uh, I would do anything for the guy. You know, you guys are going to get to meet him on the Disney Dad's Cruise. Uh Fantastic guy, great family memory, and uh, proud to call him a brother. We picked up Chris in our squad, and um, he is really a nice guy. I, I, you know what? He's one of those guys that I am so glad that I got to meet and, and, and interacting him with you know on a, on a daily basis. Now, what what an incredible guy! And um, you know, uh, he's a stand up guy. Mike, you're a stand up guy. You know this this whole group is there. Um, uh, you know, I think uh, Kristen uh, Fantucci, Fantuccio, she's uh, also friends with that. Does she belong yep. to that clique yep. there? Good, good friend. Yep, I've yeah, met her quite a few so, times. So I mean, this is a whole. Um, is she going to make it on the cruise, Kristen? Yeah, she is. Yep, so I mean, this yep. is a whole group of people that I am so excited to meet. It's going to be such an amazing time. Yeah, um, you know, we're talking about Kristen. Oh, let me do this real fast. The one thing about Chris is, look, he sends. Us, you know, the the, th- the three of us, we all talk throughout the day with Chris. He sends us such uplifting, yeah. fun um, videos and things that just really make us, you know, it, it it's those one moments that you realize you really have true friends because he sends he sends stuff that just kind of gets you through the day. It's those nice moments. Um, but talking about Kristen, she she has her own, and she said one of my favorite memories was this past vacation I took with the Mastrakis clan. They had dinner at Fifties Prime Time. And this gets back to the cast members. 
She said, we had an awesome waiter. So funny. Gave her a hard time because she used her phone. And then she said on the bus, they had the bus all to themselves heading back to Bay Lake Tower. Mm-hmm. And instead of just sitting, playing on their phones, they did a Disney sing-along, all of them. And so they're all singing songs, and the bus driver said, you're my favorite You know, people. Stay on the bus with me the rest of the time. Perfect. And then they watched uh, you know, fireworks there at the, at the walkway for Contemporary and Bay Lake. So really, really awesome. And she said, uh, she said, and since I'm a sucker for fireworks, I cried. Kristen, we'll cry together in July, because I cry too. <laughs> so we'll be right there. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty amazing. Um, Michael uh, Catalino. Catalino, did I say that right? there mm-hmm. my my italian friends yeah that sounds good uh, uh, my favorite memory was a few years ago when i was in magic kingdom with my brother and two sisters as well as our two cousins we hadn't been to disney all together at the same time in years so it was extra magical excuse me i just kind of made that up so it was an extra magic trip our favorite ride is splash so we decided to ride it during the fireworks so we could try and see the view of the fireworks going off as we dropped it wasn't a busy night so we were able to stay on splash three times in a row which was when we finally caught the fireworks going off as we dropped. It was an unforgettable moment with family on the best ride at Disney, and I hope you kept that ride picture, and I hope you got it mounted, Michael. That's a great great memory. Perfect, yep. Jeffrey Petty, I mean, he talks about something that's dear to my heart and one of my Disney memories that I remember uh, personally, so I can relate to this, Jeffrey. He said, my favorite Walt Disney World memory took place around 2002 when I was in my mid-30s. My parents had retired a few years earlier and moved to Central Florida and were annual pass holders. On this occasion, I flew down for a visit, and on one day that trip, my mom and I went to MK together. Uh, He goes on to talk about how his mom had come down with a perfect Disney system on how to do the old fast pass tier, the old fast pass style where you got paper fast pass. And she knew how to get the most done with her day. And he just says, it's the most fun I've ever had with my mom. And usually the first memory that comes to mind when someone mentions magic kingdom, uh, Jeffrey, I had a trip with just me and my mom too, when I was 16 years old. And that's one of those Disney trips that'll, that we, you and I, uh, will remember to forever brother, because those are, those are really special to have those moments with your parents inside somewhere that you both love so much. I absolutely love that, Jeffrey. Thank you for sharing that. Guys, I mean, how, how incredible is that? That's it's great. That's so I mean, it's, awesome. It's, it's perfect. You know, that goes back to like, you know, we're sitting here talking about our memories. Do you ever take pause and, and think that, is this going to be a memory that's going to be special to my kid? You know, I, I do that once in a yeah. while. Like oh, we I had do. our Magic yeah, Kingdom yeah, night yeah. and my son looked up at me and he was like, Dad, I can't believe that you and I, just you and I are in Magic Kingdom together. How cool is that? know when your seven-year-old is saying that it's like is this a memory that you're going to look in 20 or 30 years and be like i remember that night you know i mean that's that's incredible guys it really is you know there's one thing that we do with the kids all the time i'll take sarah out for one night by myself and laura will take sammy out for one night and then we'll switch nights so we do one night with each other and it's just it's it's almost like a completely different trip it's it's really weird because sarah and i'll go do our you know our daddy and sarah things and then we'll, then next night we'll do you know me and sammy things and um, i get to spend some alone time with sarah and i get to spend some alone time with sammy and that makes a pretty cool trip so i love you know, that i love yeah, it it's a lot of fun i really do you know, you guys uh, have always said that it's, it's uh, you know, you, you never see me crack up or, you know, get mm-hmm. get emotional, get choked up. But this is going to be a hard one to get through because it's kind of an emotional post. And oh, it's from... Here we go. Here we go, Jason. It's coming. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep my composure. Uh, yeah, he's going to keep his composure. Me and Justin are going to be wiping each We're other's eyes through the, yeah. the screen here. 
it's okay. Evan Landry, you know, good friend of the show, uh, was talking about his magical honeymoon, but there was one moment that was more important to him when he was seven years old. He lived in Longwood, just outside of Orlando. And for a few years, for uh, and for a few years, one morning his mom woke up his sister and told him that they were going to Disney and not going to school. Uh, and I've done that with my kids, you know, I've given them a surprise trip, which is very cool. And that's something that if you ever have the opportunity to do, it's a very cool thing. It kind of adds to the Disney trip. You know, do it, do a surprise trip for your kids. It's, it's a really cool thing. Uh, as if it wasn't exciting enough to get there, the park was virtually empty and the weather was absolutely perfect. And I've had those moments as well too. You know, I know what it's like to be there and you know, no crowds and just you know, sunshine and beautiful every day. Uh, it was slow and they rode Thunder Mountain uh, twice in a row without having to get off. Uh, but then he goes on talking about you know how his trip was, and then one of the things that he remembers was saying that uh, they were sitting down for the parade. And he was eating a turkey leg, and his mom says, "I remember saying it never gets better than this." Unfortunately, she got sick, and then she passed away a few years later. Now, at 28 years old, I've been very fortunate enough to know that I have a lot of amazing memories at Disney with my family, and now my wife throughout the years, but this day is something that I'll never forget. And uh, having those emotional moments with your uh, loved ones there, and I've, I've been through the same. You know, uh, we've done that with Laura's grandmother. Well, I'm sorry, Laura's mother, you know, the girl's grandmother, and that's, you know, uh, we've had a lot of fond moments at Disney with her, and uh, that's definitely one of those special moments you'll never forget. I love that story. You know, that, and that's what it's about. It's creating those memories. Those are memories that Evan will have forever. Um, I want. I do want to tell a really fast story because it was. It's about my grandparents who are both, you know, gone, and, and those are those are the things that you remember at Disney. And Evan, I just think it's amazing that you have that memory of her saying it never gets better than this. Doesn't get better than this. And then for him to actually share something like that with us is just incredible. Yeah, that, thank you, Evan. We appreciate that. Um, I had I went on one trip with with my entire family, and it was with both my grandparents. And it's it's funny because it's at the time it was a Disney folly, but it's the memory I'll remember forever of them. Is my Mimi and my Nana? Um, one was in a wheelchair, the other wasn't. And my mom and I went to to go do an attraction, and we said we'll meet you in Norway, and they thought we said we'll meet you in Italy. And so we, we spent five hours looking for my Mimi and Nana around World Showcase. And all I can picture to this day is us walking in circles, but them constantly being on the other side of World Showcase <laughs> as we walked. And we just continually did that. And I'll always remember those moments of just, you know, once we found each other, it was a quick like, where have you been? But then it was just laughing and fun. And, you know, it's those are the memories that last forever. So thank you, Evan, so much. For sharing it, it really is really is awesome well and the thing is too is like by him telling you that did that kind of open the door up for your memory that you probably haven't thought about in a while then correct i haven't thought about that in 20 years see to me that's magical that's absolutely magical for him to do that and i hope that you know that as people listen to this episode you know that either they a they get excited to make more memories or b it opens up doors for memories from the past that that you know that you that you can experience yourself again i mean that's what life's all about it doesn't nothing else matters except for the journey period because we never know where our end's going to be um i do want to talk uh uh tammy adams and she said she had two of them and one of them was her son when she was three, and the little guy went all day with us at Disney with no stroller, which is impressive because he had no complaints, all right? And he was such a trooper, his uncle decided to have him sit on his shoulder for the electric light parade. 
well, let me tell you what. The Electrical Main Street Parade is still one of my favorite parades of all time. So Awesome. That just opened up a memory for me, so thank you for that. Um, at the end of the, his leg has fallen asleep, something he'd never experienced before. He had noodle legs and could not stand up. Mm. All ended up just fine, but it is still the story of his wobbly little guy, and we tell it every time we go back. Now let me flash forward to the summer. Now 17 years later, we took a last-minute trip to Disney while we were already vacationing in Florida. Our son's girlfriend was with us for the first visit. This would be our 8-year-old daughter's third trip to Disney. She was stuck to our son's girlfriend's side for all the rides. At one point, I said to her she really needed to let her ride with our son on the rides. Her response was the cutest, but mom, I want to see her reaction when she rides the rides for the first time. She would already gets the feeling that we all have sharing Disney with others, and I love that. So in other words, your kids are getting it too. How cool is that? It all It's all family. It's all, it's family. all about family. Yep. And that's what the look. That's what we've been really blessed with with this with this show mm-hmm. is an amazing family that will share these intimate stories, these intimate details of their Disney lives with us. And that's why I've really enjoyed this episode because it's really been great to get to know them better, and uh, hopefully they get to know us a little better. You know, that's that's what makes us so much fun. You know, one of the fantastic things about tonight was we were able to reflect on some of our Disney Dad's family, uh, amazing memories, and we got that from our Facebook group. And you know what else we get on our Facebook group? That's my favorite thing, and that's Pictures of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. Hey, before you get into Picks of the Weeks, let's give a hello to Beth Cook, new member who just posted right away into the group. How cool is that? I love it when people introduce themselves right away. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Thank you, and welcome to the, welcome to the family. Yeah. Fellas, so Jason, if I remember correctly, you went first last week. So Justin, I want to hear. I, I knew as soon as you said my name, that was like, <laughs> but but you're not going to go. So okay, go ahead. Justin. He does like to throw that little just he cut does. in there. He just, likes a little there tease in there. Yep. Yeah, what do you do? Justin? Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm going to go with one of my fellow Charlestonians. Charlestonian, Charlestonians. Yeah, I've lived here a decade. I should know, but anyway, so a guy who lives in Charleston here, and he's an amazing member of our Disney family, and he's at Disney right now on a trip with just him and his son. Something we kind of talked about, and it's Charles Mary, and he's posting some amazing pictures down there, creating memories that will last a lifetime. Things that his son's going to remember. Uh, thank you so much. The one one p- p- uh, picture in particular that I love is you giving your son a kiss in front of Spaceship Earth, and uh, look. Have a blast, man. I know this. you'll be back by the time this episode drops, but you look like you're having just a great time. So that's my pick of the week this week, Charles Mary. Yeah, he was uh, tied up when we were down there as a group, wasn't he? Was he out of town or he something? He was. Yeah, so it was a shame. We didn't get a chance to shake his hand. Maybe next yeah. time. Yep. Jason? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm good. Okay. I'm confident All right. Well, with I'm going to go with Daniel Hirschline. Happy belated birthday, buddy. Uh, Four parks and one day, I decided to spend my birthday at Walt Disney World with the goal of visiting all four four (laughs) parks in one day. Spit it out, Junior. Spit it out. Um, I got two sets of photos. And um, hey, listen, man, that was awesome. Thank you for sharing them. And I I love that you just you went out there and you got it. And, uh, you know, it's like I said, happy belated birthday, Daniel. 
Your English teacher's so special. I had many English, and maybe that's why I got this. Like this guy's beyond repair, man. You need, and you know, and the thing is, is is like I, I'm I'm one of the chief academy instructors too, so I talk. All I day love long. it. I think it's great. People are looking at me with awesome. their eyebrows raised, and I look at them like, if you don't understand this, you need to leave. This isn't for you. I never thought I would speak a second language until I met Jason, and now I do. Yeah, so well, listen, I mean, it's well, I speak Pig Latin too, but we'll get into that later with a twist. Nice. <laughs> I eat bricks of ramen. You eat pig, uh, speak pig Latin with a twist. We're just a hot mess, and this guy folds his pizza Mike. like a taco. I tell you, uh, yeah, I, need, I need two new hosts. Anybody, <laughs> Mike? Any, anybody up for the challenge? Yeah. I'm putting, I'm putting uh, submit your resumes to Disney uh, Mike at gmail dot com. <laughs> Mike, give us your pick of the week. Well, I know who I'm not picking. That's Dan Rossi because uh, he disappointed me this week with his pizza choice. But besides that, I want to give my pick of the week to Cheryl Pavia because she had an amazing week at Disney. She was throwing pictures out there the entire week. You know, that's the amazing thing about this group is that it always seems like somebody somehow is at our at Disney, and we get to kind of live vicariously through their pictures, and Cheryl was amazing and throwing pictures out there. She also ran the marathon, so congratulations to her, and congratulations to everybody else who ran the marathon this weekend. Absolutely. Yeah, that was awesome. All the all the DDP Sorcerers uh, running team. Yeah. And <clears throat> really, really cool. We need to get our, we need to get in, our, our, ourselves in, in order, guys. We need to challenge ourselves. How do you want to? What do you want to challenge? Like my first challenge is to just leave little Debbie alone. That's my first challenge. Yeah, it's hard, yeah. man. It's hard. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm I'm getting a little bit closer. I would like to be at that 350, 400 pound bench and 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 be the beast that is inside of me again. Um, but I'm going to leave that right there. Hey, listen. Uh, you said you're not going to give Dan Rossi any love. I'm going to give Dan Rossi some love. <laughs> you know. Um, thank you. Uh, look, he posted the um, the H2 glow. And um, what a what a what a fun thing because the thing is is you know some people maybe didn't know about it and uh, he kind of opened that door for people to quick jump in and get tickets and and he had you know he's got such a good looking family he's got three incredible boys you know he's got a lovely wife um, what a fun family if I'm not mistaken another one that's going to meet us on the cruise Absolutely. he will be there and not only that because of his post I'm going to be meeting up with him. At the H2O Glow Nights. We're going to miss you by day because we do plan on flying in that Sunday because I worked at uh, Saturday. I know. You guys are crushing me. How fun would that have been if we could all got together for the H2O Glow? Dude, I wanted you guys there. Mike, it was literally the worst timing in the world because Mike texted me 30 seconds after I ordered my tickets, and they're non-refundable. And I got my tickets for Thursday because we get in – on Thursday afternoon. Oh, that's right. You're doing them Thursday, and Mike. So we're doing, doing it Saturday. Thursday with Dan Rossi. Okay. And then Mike is is uh, uh, was going to join us, and I was like, I, we can't change ours. Oh, I'll no, be no, stuck. Listen, at, it's, I'll be it's, stuck. It's, I'm I'm not going to go at all. I'm going to I'm going to enjoy my time with the Suter family at Fantasmic, and I can't wait. Uh, I have a lot of plans for the entire week. I keep saying we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. I don't know how we're going to squeeze all of this in in a short amount of time. But either way, uh, no, I, I, I'm glad you guys are going, and I, I'm going to have plenty of Suter time. So enjoy the time with the Rossi family, even though he has no taste whatsoever when it comes to pizza. But, you know, good luck with that. But, you know, he's, he's still a good friend of ours, and I'm glad you're getting to spend some quality time with the Rossi family. Yeah, but you know what? You Listen, you're being a little bit harsh on him because maybe he's never experienced New York pizza. He's not, and he's from Chicago, so he Okay, knows but, no you know, but maybe he needs to try it. So maybe he's just kind of... The offer stands. If any of the Disney Dads family makes their way through New York, I will certainly be able to buy you a piece of pizza. 
Hey, let me go ahead and pull us into trivia, guys, because I had a question for you. And uh, the question was, what evil Disney villain's hideout is in the sewers of London? And the answer is Radigan from The Great Mouse Detective. Let me throw some recognition out there. Laura Fee, uh, Sean in West Michigan, and everybody else that was right, congratulations. Here's your, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys the next question because I'll be honest with you. I got a lot of stuff going on and I can't pull some audio for uh, a fun one. But when I get back, guys, I promise we'll spice up the trivia a little bit, okay? During what song from The Hunchback of Notre Dame does Frollo tell Quasimodo he is deformed and ugly? The Bells of Notre Dame, Out There, or Topsy Turvy? Um, and before I say the phone number, you can text to what a great movie. And they just announced that Disney, this is Disney's next live action remake is the Hunchback of Notre Dame. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but you can text your answers to 317-WDW-317-939-3237. While you're doing that, of course, go over to our website, www.disneydadspodcast.com. Check out all the episodes of not only Disney Dads, but you have Disney 8. You have Walking with Walt, Away With Me Travel, and you have our cool SoundCloud channels. Two of them over there. Just to pass the time while you're sitting in your office or in the car, put those on, have some nice relaxing Disney music. So go check those out. And also, the emails to reach us personally are there. So if you want to talk to Jason, Mike, or myself, you can go there, get our emails, and get a hold of us personally. Uh, guys, you know, I had a fantastic time tonight. I was able to talk about some of our amazing memories. I was able to reflect on some of our Disney dad memories. Uh, you guys had some amazing stuff out there. Uh, guys, I enjoyed the stories tonight. I had a great time. Jason? Yeah, listen, I appreciate everybody giving their stories, but I want to make mine personal. And I want to say thank you, uh, number one, to my wife. And here's why. Because of her, I have these memories that I was able to read and I was able to share with people. Number two, I want to thank her for giving me two boys that I could experience these memories with. And number three, I want to thank those two boys of mine for allowing me to just enjoy my time with them because I really do got some cool kids. And um, attitudes maybe once in a while, guys. I don't know. Maybe it's that eight eight year old thing that's coming out. I don't know. But anyways, I love them to death. And I just want to say thank you to my family for giving me those memories. I know that sounds kind of selfish, but I'm going to take it because you know what? I love every minute of it. I love it. Yeah, uh, guys. Look, this episode when when you guys came up with this um, was a special episode because we. We're not just talking about Disney attractions. We're not just talking about dining. We're not talking about the things that everyone can go experience. This is a personal episode. This is an episode that means different things to different people because of their experiences. And the fact that our Disney family would let us share in those moments, uh, we got to say thank you. You guys are amazing. You guys are what drives this. You are really an incredible Disney family. And the positivity that group has... Every single day, compared to a lot of the, a lot a lot of the negativity that people are surrounded with in their daily lives, you can jump on that Facebook group and you can go. I have a two, three, ten minute break to see just Disney positivity it means so much. And look, thank you all, thank you guys for not only listening but for letting us be a part of your Disney family. When we say that, we really do mean it, and uh, we can't thank you enough for that. And guys, thank you too for uh, for for being you guys for being awesome. You, most people don't get to see all of the hundreds of laughs that I have throughout the week when we're not recording. 
<laughs> because we're sending messages back and forth and we're laughing and mm-hmm. we're, you know, the, the moments that don't just break up my Thursday nights, they break up my entire week. And that's the type of stuff that creates those memories. So you guys uh, mean the world to me and it's been absolutely an amazing, amazing ride. So thank you too. And uh, look, I can't wait to do next week's episode. I can't wait to, Jason, see your trip coming up. Mike, I can't wait to see your trip. I just, look, I love Disney memories, and I want to see more and more created and see more people share them with us on the Disney Facebook group. So come over, join that Disney Dads family. Sounds like a plan. Good night, guys. Good night, Good night, fellas. Good night. My name is Dana for Pierre, and first I'd like to say that I have truly enjoyed listening to your podcast and joining the Disney Dads family. It's been very, very fun. I saw you guys posted on Facebook about a Disney memory, so I wanted to call in and share one of ours. Um, it's probably one of my kids' favorites. Uh, it was about two or three years ago. We went down. My husband had to work in Tampa, so I took the kids to Epcot to my son's favorite ride test track and we were in line it was really busy thunderstorm rolls through they shut down they tell people they can wait so we wait and we're sitting on the floor and we're just kind of talking to people having a good time well thunderstorm rolls on and my son doesn't want to leave he wants to ride test track all he wanted to do so I said all right well we'll sit and wait and it ended up being just us and another family, we were in the big room where you line up on the dots before you go in to do your car. And we were playing games with the cast members. We were, they were telling us stories about, you know, crazy, <laughs> crazy things they had seen on the ride or things that had happened. We were taking pictures with them. And it was just really, really a fun experience. The ride opened up. We got to go on it. And the next day, when my husband came to join us, we went back to Epcot, and two of the cast members were there, recognized us, found us after we uh, were getting off the ride, and said, hey, do you guys want to go again? And we were like, yeah. So they took us down the elevator and let us uh, ride it again. And it was just a really fun experience for my kids and a memory that they have talked about for a long time. And it has made my oldest want to become a Disney Imagineer and work at Disney someday. So I'll take that as a, a pretty good experience. So again, my name is Dana for Pierre. I've really enjoyed listening to you guys and love the Facebook family. It's been really great. And that's my experience. Thanks. Bye. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Michael Taylor. Um, wanted to tell the story about uh, my favorite Disney moment. Um, it actually happened when I first went to the parks for the first time. Walking into the Magic Kingdom, never being there before, never thought about going there, and just experiencing everything as it happened. Um, it's one of the best uh things I have ever done uh, since starting at the parks um, it's a feeling that can't be beat um, especially I, I can't imagine it as a dad but 
I know it's probably my wife's favorite moment at the park because she got to see a whole new side of me. Uh, where you see a grown man become a, an adult uh, or become a kid again. And I think that that's just the power of Disney. And that's a little bit of, you know, pixie dust that everybody needs every so often. Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful day. Hi, everyone. This is Tim Jackson. Uh, I've had a lot of great memories uh, in my time at the parks over the years, from being at Rope Drop at Magic Kingdom with my sister and racing through the park, to be on the very first car at Splash Mountain, to seeing my son uh, look over the, the world for the first time as he was on the monorail towards Magic Kingdom, to even sharing the announcement of our twins uh, with the world with our first family photo in front of the castle. But I can honestly say that I don't have a favorite memory yet because it hasn't been made. Uh, and by the time my family hears uh, this recording, uh, we will be on our way for our first real family trip uh, to Walt Disney World to make that memory ourselves. So here's two memories uh, yet to come. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to share. Thanks. Justin and myself, we want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder... And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.